Alright guys, welcome back to the Short Story Long Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Derrickson, joined by my co-host, Andrew Dial. Hey guys. And a new co-host, Mr. Jake Helmick. What's up? So, we've been trying to get Jake on here forever. We have? I have. Okay. Um, And he finally agreed. He didn't really agree, he just texted us today like, hey, can we do a podcast tonight? And neither of us really decided that we had anything better to do, so... He must have listened to the episode today and was like, I need in on this fun. Yeah, well, that and I'm not available when you guys normally record, so... He uh he heard us begging for guests, and he's like, I guess, if you're that desperate. So, uh, let's start out with some listener feedback. Uh, Brent Wallace, who is a future guest on this show, he gave us a tentative date of sometime next year, basically. Uh, when his kids are grown. When his ki- after his kids are grown and moved out. Um, or Menards burns down. Or both. <laughs> Who knows? So he says, hey, it sucks the studio flooded. I really missed the podcast this week. I can only imagine this next one will be huge and more than make up for the missed content. I'm hoping Sam is enjoying his new mower. And Dozer, I can't stop thinking about that giant air compressor still. R.I.P. Yes. Keep up the great work, and please bless all of our ears with more short story long podcast episodes. XO, 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 XO. Suck ass. (laughs) Well, he is the one and only official winner of the short story long egg giveaway. That's right. Um, However, he found out that uh, when you vote Democrat, uh, taxes get raised, and he was taxed. Uh, three eggs out of his, his dozen. dozen eggs. And he was a little confused <laughs> when there was only nine eggs in the carton. So uh, then we had Zeth reach out. Um, I've been wanting to get him on the episode. And last episode, we had talked about possibly doing a gun episode. And he said that he wants to be on the episode that Elon Musk is on. And it won't be long before we're trending top 10 on Google. So thanks, Zeth, for that. Um, and he was interested in being on our gun episode and he has a pretty extensive arsenal. So he's also given me some tips on how to make agent orange and, uh, some poor man's napalm with some at home remedy type stuff. Oh yeah. He's a farmer now, isn't he? He is a farmer now. He gave up wrenching on diesel trucks to be a turkey farmer. So he like, I don't know, every six months or so gets 20,000 birds delivered to his uh, do you, do you remember when he you had the brooder box made out of a uh, like an end table or a right. coffee table, and he sent he sent me to send to you a picture of his brooding barn. He's like hashtag brooder box or something <laughs> like that. And there's twenty thousand birds in it. So anyway, that's all I got for uh, for the listener feedback. So the what's new? Brent brings up the air compressor uh, that actually went to a new home today. Sold so it. I sold it to Boss Man. I got I got the uh, the Snapchat of that, and you messed up by not like doing the music on Snapchat of like uh, the freaking Fast and Furious song or whatever. Like it's been a long day, yeah, you know. Right. Well, so. Opportunities have been missed. Yeah, unfortunately, he has been talking about purchasing it for a year now, and finally, I was like, I'm gonna sell this to somebody else. Because I need it out of my way. Because we, my wife bought a bunch of office furniture and cubicles and stuff. And we just need the room, so. Isn't it like stupid CFM anyway? <clears throat> yeah, it's like almost 100. 
He, he, where was that at like three years ago when he was buying air compressors? He doesn't have uh, three phase. Three phase. Oh, I thought he had three phase in that building. No, 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 no. Oh, he's got like 400 amp, a single phase. Mm. Which uh, Jansen's garage just picked up a new uh, champion air compressor from Dust. It's a duplex. You ever seen a duplex air compressor? It's just uh, it's got two two motors and two compressors. Uh, yeah, walks have one. Okay, and it's from Dust too. Yeah, it's uh, alternate too when they run right. Mm-hmm. One kicks on and then the other one kicks on. Mm-hmm. Correct. So that's pretty nifty. Not and, as big as is that just so you're never down if you have two kind of like a redundancy thing or no? It just it's just kind of like a not a, not a cheater way, but I mean it, you double your air output without having to go to a you know. 15 horsepower motor or whatever and go into three phase and uh it alternates just to just keep to main, one cool just to keep one cooled off and you know even out the wear on it you know mm-hmm. and yes you can shut one down and just run off of one if you got to rebuild one so you're at least not out completely <sighs> it's turned into another air compressor episode i guess i mean the people like air compressors we got to be real with them so I feel like I've talked about farming with an old Ford tractor on the last four episodes. So I want to conclude that whole experience with we pretty much finished up all of our food plots essentially trouble-free. So it did pretty good. All four acres? Yep, all four acres. Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. That's right. Big so. time. He's, a, he's what they call a BTO. Yeah. I'm a two-by-two two farmer, you know. Two weeks in the spring, two weeks in the fall. <laughs> Except you don't do, what do you do with it after the deer all eat it and like it's time to, like when when all the rest of farmers are pulling their crops out of the field to sell, what do you do with yours? I'll let them sit there and let the animals eat them. And then you just till it under next year or let yeah, it sit all winter or what? Well, you let it sit all winter until you mow it. So technically you try to mow it. Like on a like on a hard frost, okay, or like a freeze at the end of February, early March. We've never got our shit together for that. So, <laughs> well, judging by the fact that we only just got the mower going the other day, <laughs> correct. So, uh, in a perfect world, you'd get it chopped up like the very last freeze of the year, and, and honestly, by by November, it's almost all gone. Anyway, so just because all the animals just eat it yeah, and it weathers it. and breaks and yeah, okay. What year is that tractor again? 67, I think. That's one of them old ones that I don't know if you've ever heard about the old stories of the farmers running into the ponds with the bush hogs. Tell me more. So them old ones, like whenever you push in the clutch, the oh. PTO runs still. Yes. And, and it'll, it'll push, push the, the tractor. tractor. This isn't one of those, but oh. my father-in-law has <laughs> one of those, like the old eight ends. Mm-hmm. So even to lift the three-point hitch the pto has to be running mm. so <laughs> you the mower is on when you're moving it around oh yeah not and dangerous it, yeah. at all those are, those are one of those they'll kill you and it'll hurt the whole time you're dying sure. yeah uh, there's numerous i mean hundreds of stories of farmers ending up in the pond bush hogging around the pond pushing the clutch the momentum and the everything just tractor keeps going right into the pond yeah Driver error. They call those like, that's not a live PTO. That's like a ground speed PTO or something. Like, seriously, I think that's the name. But there's a video of an Amish guy that has the like back half of a formal tractor with horses in front of it. And he's mowing. And same thing, like the wheels are driving the PTO 
on the on you know the tractor and the bush hogs running and they're pulling it with horses. Wow, Amish or Mennonite. Yeah, that's kind of gray line right there. They uh they live in a different world for sure. Definitely. So Jake, what's new with you? Not a whole lot. Just doing a bunch of uh ornery stuff here lately. Yeah. What what you got cooking? Uh drinking mass quantities of adult beverages. And and working on children's electronic uh power wheels. Yes, yes. I've been uh trying to get my son's power wheel well, it's actually at see or at Willenberg's reconditioning right now because it's pink. I see. And I want it white, so Kyle's going to shoot it for me. And, uh... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> He's shooting it. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to shoot it white for me and then uh, get it back together because there's a Power Wheels drag race over in Terre Haute this uh, second weekend in July. Okay. So, hopefully bring the boy over there maybe... Get my daughter in another power of wheels and see if we can go win some money. Is that a heads up deal or is it bracket? It's bracket. Bracket. They just go like sixty foot or something. They they set the track up sixty foot. You stage the kids just like big cars. Everything. Um, you write your dial on the windshield. Deep stage because we all know how them leave. Yeah. So, I got a little bit of extras cooking up because we'll be in the modified. It's already Milwaukee converted. Nice. So if you're not cheating, you're not racing, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. So in Dozer's world, he is now, like, deep into this Power Wheels. Like I've seen that today. The world of Power Wheels. I mean, it's. So it started my daughter's, like, third birthday. My wife was like, we need to get her uh, a, a Power Wheels Jeep. And this was, like, during COVID. And we found one locally for $20 as a Jeep. Went and bought it and did the whole like 12 volt thing. They would ride it for a while, be dead. It'd take 13 years to charge Yep. on the little BS charger they send. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what sparked it. Like maybe after sitting all winter or something, it wouldn't take charge. I was like, forget it. I was like, we're like, thanks to Sam. You know, I've discovered the Lord and Savior Milwaukee tools. <laughs> so I have some M18 batteries laying around. So no I, bought, way. I bought the adapter off of eBay, which how do you even choose? There's so many different ones, but the one I got was 3d printed, good, better and different. And, uh, we put that on there and that, well, Oh, I know what changed it is we went to my friend's birthday party and they had a, a power wheels tractor that he converted to run off his DeWalt battery. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that thing was boogieing. Oh yeah. And the kids were loving it. So they're like, dad, we, we need this in our life. I was like, I can make that happen. So I converted it, and they drove it. I mean, the wheels fell off the front of it. Literally and, drove the wheels off. Yeah, and I think that one of the motors died on it, and so we just threw it in the trash because it didn't owe us a dime. Cut the adapter out, and that was the end of the kids' power wheels. Well, not necessarily. My mom and dad got a 6-volt tractor oh, boy. from their neighbor. <laughs> we put my dad's 20-volt DeWalt battery on it, and Wyatt, when, he, when Wyatt uh, got on it to test it, he 
like grabs the wheel and stomps his foot. When he stomps his foot, he leans back and that fucker went right over backwards on him. And he's like, whoa. Did you see a video of him like drifting circles and stuff? No, I did not oh, see that video. So but... I've, I've got a uh, Instagram reel like set to like the Tokyo Drift song. And he's like literally out there like drifting it. Getting it. So they, they rod that thing big league. But going from six volt to 20 volt, it has, it's got some boogie. Yeah. And it's little, it's probably, it's two thirds the size of a Jeep. So it's, it's pretty small. Yeah. Um, on ridges, power wheels, they come factor with 30,000 RPM motors in them. I ordered 40. Okay. So I don't know how fast it's going to go, but it's going to be booking. So then thanks to uncle Sam, he went to the swap meet this year over at Altamont and picked up a kid's tracks, which apparently is a pretty well-known brand that people seem to like kid tracks. It's a Dodge Dually pickup Oh, and didn't, didn't have a charger. So I pulled the battery out of it, put the M18 cause I had saved it. So put the M18 adapter, uh, in it and my kids, I mean, drove that and drove it for the last three weeks. They go through three batteries a night. And uh, finally, they were they were figured out that if one of them hung off the back of it and the other one would back up and throw it and never let off the gas, but throw it from drive to forward, they could do wheelies. <laughs> and I told them, I was like, hey, that, that thing's got plastic gears in it. Like, don't do that. And they're like, whatever, old man, you don't know a thing. <laughs> like, don't try to kill my fun. Well, about four times into doing you know power of wheelies or whatever you'd call it it just oh, and they yeah. and it was done and over with and they're like <laughs> okay and i was like well you know the parts are 70 dollars. i told you not to do that 70? so well the factory replacement motors and gearboxes for the kid tracks were 70 dollars. oh damn bridges uh, were 18 dollars a motor and gearbox I might need to look at that. And yeah. that was just, that was factory kids tracks brands on, on Amazon. But I was like, you're paying for this. So you guys need to like do laundry and dishes. And I, you know, I wasn't going to make them make it all, but I had to make stupid hurt. I wasn't just going to let them tear their shit up and I fix it. Well, in comes uncle Sam to alleviate any sort of responsibility they have. <laughs> And he sends me like two days after they ripped the gearboxes out of this, he sends me a picture of the same truck on his tool truck. He's like, got your parts truck. So. Where'd you pick that up? Dylan Haney. Oh. He was taking him to scrap. And I was like, what are you doing with that Dodge Dooley out there? You're pulling around. And he kind of chuckles. He said, well, I thought the dump would take him. The dump won't take him. I'm going to put five pounds of Tannerite underneath to let the kids blow. The first kid to blow up the Tannerite wins. And I was like, well, that's almost too awesome for me to ask what I'm going to ask. He's like, what do you want to ask? I said, you want to sell that? And he said, no, but you can have it. And so I took it and threw it on the tool truck, brought it home for Dozer and old Y-Dog. Yeah. Is that the one with the $100 tow hooks? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So apparently that's a thing. So when the, when the, when the motors let go in it, I started research. I'm on a page called modified power wheels. And I just typed in like kids tracks Ram, like trying to figure out what upgrades people are doing, which you can get like steel gears, like different motors and like guys will put like soft starts in them. So you don't, you know, it doesn't like shock the gears as bad and you have to like put a resistor on the brake that automatic because when you let off it breaks oh yeah 
So you can put a resistor in there to where it doesn't do it at either at all or as much, I assume as much. Let it free coast a little bit Yeah, more. and that's supposed to be easier on the gears. Sure. And so I'm looking at all these mods and I like start looking like these guys, like the tow hooks on these Power Wheels Dodge trucks are like coveted. And like guys drive like a hundred miles to get the tow hooks. And I, I go and pick it up at the snap-on building today because Sam threw it outside for me. I walk out, like, it's got tow hooks. <laughs> had and no if, idea and what if you notice, of... the seats have like... Tribal graphics or something. Yeah, well, like whatever package Dodge has, the high end, like this, the leather seats are embroidered with like Western embroidery. And uh, that's... So it's the, a Power Wheels Bighorn edition? Yeah. No, Lariat. Lariat. B- yeah. yeah. Lariat. I don't know what it is. Whatever. Lone Dodge's, Star, probably. Lone Star. So Larry, that works for Cody, his real Dodge Dually that was black, was his seats were like that. No kidding. And I was going to send him a picture of it and be like, <laughs> everybody wants to be like Thug Nasty. You Heck know? yeah. <laughs> Uchi. But, so, uh, so, so did you, I seen you got it tore down. I, I couldn't figure out how to get the motors out of it. So I, I had to Google that or YouTube that because and it's very simple, but I didn't want to go to just ripping stuff apart. Mm-hmm. But the whole back end comes off and people like build flatbeds and stuff for those and why it's like, I we're leaving the bed off because it looks pretty sick without a bed, honestly. I've seen them like pulling gooseneck trailers yeah. and stuff. They like, build the goosenecks and all that stuff. Yeah. He's like, we're leaving the bed off. So it looks like a buggy and like, it almost looks like a Cherokee with the top cut off. Yeah. I thought. And he's like, and we're putting a roll cage on it. I was oh, like, well, okay. I don't know about a roll cage. <laughs> so I called Sam and I was like, Sam. Uh, I was like, so you can like get factory motors for this, but then they, of of course, as everything there is in life, there's different stages. Sure. So, you know, I can get stage one, which is just slightly upgraded motors for $80 Uh for the sake of this conversation. I was like, I can get stage two, which is motors made for 18 volt for, you know, a hundred dollars or there's like stage three. And stage four and stage four is like the badass motors, steel gears, you know, your soft art and all this, but it's like $220. Right. Sam's like, don't do that. Like they're going to outgrow it. Like don't even fix it. And so I've kind of been struggling on what to do. And Sam, we'll we'll put the the factory. I noticed on the truck they blew up, you can't hardly push it because Uh it's like locked in the motors. And the one you got me easily pushes. So one of them is right and one of them's wrong. I don't know what that is. Like, should you be able to easily push a Power Wheels or not really? I didn't think you could push a Power Wheels. So the parts truck. So then I got to share that moment with my children. Yes. Yeah, so that's my most exciting so, part about this. Yes. Yeah, so we get this truck and they're like, Dad, we love this truck. I was like, well, you know, I guess I said, at first they're like, we're fixing both of them. I was like, well, we're not going to fix both of them. One of them's a parts truck. You use the parts to fix your other one. You take two and make it one. That's what we do at this house. This is what our family has done for yes. generations. <laughs> and uh, they were kind of confused. And they're like, well, like they have got different wheels, different seats. I was like, we can take the nice seats out of this one and put it in this one. Yeah. And then you like go through like, well, maybe we should use this one because it's a little nicer. Like the one Sam goes like, so I put a battery in it and it doesn't move at all. Right. So I don't know what that means about the motors, but. You know, it was just fun. Like, and then we like flip it over to see how it is to take apart. And like the whole front suspension's like zip tied together. Like, see kids, like we probably can't use this one. You know, we'll have to use the other one. So like pick the parts, you know, the one you got us has different lights, different wheels, different seats. 
like, you know, if you, oh, if you like these seats, we'll put them in the other one, you know? Oh, yeah. And they're just like jazzed up. They're like, can we have these wheels? I was like, sure. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was super cool. It's like, it, like un, unwittingly, $50 has turned into a lifetime commitment of shit boxes. Yes, exactly. Dude, I looked it up. Those kids' tracks, Ram trucks, are $650 new. Woo. So. so now we go from John Deere 400s to kid tracks power <laughs> wheels. There's like dudes that like poured them out and stuff. Like, it's wild. <laughs> Oh shoot! Well, they put like rubber tires on them and immediately grenade the gearboxes in them, right? Because right. they are definitely not supposed to have that much traction. Mm-hmm. That's pretty yeah. pretty intense. So enough about me. Let's go back to our guests. So you just have one Jeep, or do you have like a whole collection? Like how how deep are you into this Power Wheels thing? I'm not that deep. I'm working on the one for Ridge. My daughter, well, my dad got Ridge another buggy jeep thing i don't know what you'd call it but it's already been converted it's got a freaking car battery in it still 12 volt but it's got (laughs) why it is all about that why it's always like we need to put a car battery in this it's got a car battery and it's got two dials underneath the seat one is for the ramp Mm, okay for the soft start okay you can turn it all the way up and it literally like that tires are broke free and then it's got the voltage regulator on it to where you can give it all or none Mm-hmm. To control the speed, and this sucker goes like twenty-two. Nice. Sink holes for ridge. Yeah, oh like gosh. you watch them going through the yard, and they're bouncing, and then the wheels are going back and yeah, because there's no full suspension left, right, at all. No suspension, full left, full right, going through the yard, and I'm like just shaking my head. Kids are laughing, loving it. <laughs> nice. Jeez. So uh, you you haven't uh, you haven't gone far enough down the rabbit hole to pay a hundred dollars for a set of tow hooks, is what you're saying? No. Okay. No. Good. All right. Yeah, that's noted. Good. But I do have about $35 in electronics and ridges right now. That's just in the cheater parts. That's just in the cheater parts. So do you offer, you know, any cert, like any services as far as getting power wheels going? Or like uh, we drop it off and Jake's power wheels get no. fixed up? Or No. That's too bad. <laughs> do you need me to? <laughs> if you could, that'd be great. <laughs> Jake's Jake's. I'm Jake's trying to work on real ass race cars. Okay, <laughs> no. Jake. Me too. But Jake's a pretty good wrench. He's he's got me out of a pinch a time or two. That's yeah. for sure. I assume did you spin wrenches before you sold tools? No, he did concrete. Oh, did concrete? Did yeah. concrete from 2010 to 2000. Mm. That's uh 18. That's one of my jokes. Tell me you're an ex-concrete guy without telling me you're an ex-concrete guy. Anytime we get a freaking rain, he'll come in there, just boots tucked into his jeans, <laughs> dip hanging out of his lip like, man, I wish I was still doing concrete. Like, why? Because <laughs> he'd be on <laughs> Yeah, he's like, well, we'd be at the bar, bellied up to the bar right about now. Rain game. <laughs> that has bit my ass many a times. <laughs> I figured he was going to like, you're like, it'd be raining. He'd come in and bitch about how the parking lot was draining. Oh, no. No. Which, which I don't know what we bet, but Jake poured the pad that goes to the new, uh, the new West door at the Snap-on building. And he like had this whole scheme of how he was going to pour this pad to where it wouldn't uh, crack because Cody had, you know, his brand new house all poured and it's all pretty. And like a year into it, like every, every slab at his house is cracked inside, outside, everywhere. 
And I was like, we're going to drive tool trucks on this thing. There is no way this isn't going to crack. Like I'll bet. I don't know what I bet you. It was, it was something substantial. Like this is going to freaking crack. And he's like, Nope, Nope. We'll put rebar here. We'll put pylons here. We'll do this. We'll do that. And I'll be damned. That some bitch is not even thinking about cracking. Really? So Jake is now on the hook for any concrete work that I need done. Other than the black marks from the forklift that I don't know why it goes out there, but whatever. It looks almost as good as it did today. Other than whenever they were throwing junk out, Kyle threw a whole bunch of metal and chipped the top of it. But other than that, it still looks... It's hard to find good help. Well, I will have to keep that in mind. So my limited experience with pouring concrete is it is not easy work. Well, there's only three guarantees of concrete. What's that? It'll get hard, it'll crack, and nobody's going to steal it. I never heard that. Oh, I like it. Shoot, I love it. Oh shoot! All right, we well, want to answer some questions for us, Jake. Sure. Okay. Well, this is our official short story long guest questionnaire that we ask all of our new guests. So let's start with how do you know us? Well, obviously, Sam. I work with him. Uh, I'm got to put up with him in the mornings and the evenings, and whenever he's mad. So all day he's happy. So. I won't, like, I, this is your answer. You can, however, but I will say that you only have to deal with me in the mornings. Rarely do you have to deal with me in the evenings. Anymore. 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 Used to a lot, but not. Did he switch his Friday and Monday? He did <laughs> not, but he works till like, he works Dave King hours. So he's long gone before I even think about getting back to the shop. Well, one of you is doing it right. I'm not sure which one, honestly. <laughs> It so, don't matter. We don't ever work enough anyway. So that's how you met me. How'd you meet Dozer? Dozer, he actually purchased a John Deere 400 from me. That was the first time I ever met Dozer. And then a few occasions other than that, ran into him at Dozer's one time. That's right. I felt like so famous there. I got drunk that <laughs> night and didn't buy a drink. Because everybody's like, podcast. And I was like, okay, like cool. <laughs> this has yet to happen to me yeah, also, by well, the way. I'd like to throw that out there. Well, you if you see me in public, buy me a drink. Buy me a drink. I guess I don't go to bars enough for people to buy me drinks. Or maybe you're just not the famous person of this podcast. That could be true also. Well, I always say it's Sam's podcast, but that may be like projecting. <laughs> I don't know. You're just as big a part of it as I am. You've been on more ep- more episodes. Well, technically, I guess since I did the KOH updates by myself, because you chickened out to going. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Can't believe you. It's not the same. Yeah, it's, uh, I at least didn't get blasted with sand. This is true. Slept in my bed every night and pooped in a real bathroom. So good deal. So Jake, what is your occupation? Are you going to tell us the funny answer or the straight answer? Um, well, Obviously, from question number one, I work with you, but um, I am half blame for anything that goes wrong at the uh, Snap-on building. So you're like the jester or whatever. With the Well, so anything that goes wrong, it's always Sam's fault or my fault. So okay. we're 50-50. It's because it's you damn kids. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, no one else's too, fault. You spent too much money. Or we already had that in stock. Or why did we buy this only to immediately return it? It's a whole thing. And then he looks and sees who actually bought it, and then he shuts up because we didn't buy it. Yeah. The, the, funniest late, the funniest one lately is 
we were told when we went to the tool show that we needed to buy uh, toolboxes and roll carts or whatever. So we go there and conveniently enough, they had a wall as like 24 carts stacked up on top of each other, you know, 18 foot high, 40 foot wide of carts. And they had a part number for that wall. And you scan one part number and you ordered all the carts. Okay. So we, we want that wall and that wall. We're Flip done. Lid, slide top. Two of them. One of them. Yeah. So we're like, we're good. We're good. Done. Well, that was easy. This is coming out of COVID and, you know, supply chain this and, you know, labor shortage that. They're kind of backordered products. So fast forward, you know, this was back in August last year. Fast forward to um, probably mid-January or so, we decide we don't have any carts in stock. We probably should have a few more carts. So Scott ends up ordering, I don't even know how many more, and they start showing up, and he's patting himself on the back like, it's a good thing I ordered carts because now we got them to sell. And then so for the past three months, it's just like every week more and more carts show up. <laughs> we just had a building stacked full of cards, and he got so mad. Who where, in the hell ordered all these goddamn cards? Where are all these cars coming from? <laughs> like, sorry we did what we were told. Our bad. But yeah, that that's that's the most recent one, but it's it's constant. It's all kind of shit that happens all the time that we get blamed for. So and then uh so like we have a certain amount of tools that we can't sell or whatever or getting old, so we send them back. So there's that's a new tool return instead of like a broken or warranty or whatever. And uh he normally piles a couple piles up and then says, you know, when you guys get time return those well jake and i work pretty much the most hours out of everybody there and we don't really have time and most of the stuff gets ordered under my dealer number so therefore the person who orders it has to be the one to return it for you know paperwork reasons we don't order nothing under me so thank god so you know i'm working 60 plus hours a week and i don't have time to do it i don't have time to do it and uh so when I finally do get time, you know, I realize that some of the things he has in that pile, I don't actually want to return or we have sold through our inventory and we actually need the stuff on that table now, you know, just, it just, it never fails. And, and like, uh, it was, uh, we had like five items that we done your return with that we ordered specifically to have a bunch of stock in and he's returning it. And then and there was a couple things that were not returnable and haven't been for a while. And it was my fault because if I would have done it a week sooner, it would have actually been returnable, even though that's not exactly true. And then, uh, and then what was the, Oh, the, the summer promo last year, we ordered five of them, one for each truck and it didn't really go over as well as we had hoped. And we had a lot of leftover stuff and a lot of, the giveaway items didn't get given away because we didn't sell enough stuff to justify giving it away. And through this big unholy fit about ordering this stuff that we don't need and blah, blah, blah. So this year it broke down to where if we ordered two of them, we could split it between four trucks because there was two of everything. And so mm-hmm. if I That's order one prizes, if I order one, Jake could run half of it. I could run half of it and we are not overloaded with stuff. 
Another guy said he didn't want to run it. So perfect. We got four guys. We'll order two packs. And I thought I was doing the right thing. I didn't order five. I ordered two. Like that's, that's reasonable. You know, like that you should be happy that I made an improvement over our performance last year. No, nope. I got my ass chewed for doing what I thought was right. (laughs) It was my fault. I'm sorry. I'll own up to it. And then, uh, you know, in about, it's kind of like a, anything else you give him about three and a half business days and he's over it. So, yep. There's some pretty cool stuff in them packs, though. The premium giveaway stuff. I'm the umbrellas. I'm awesome. excited about the umbrella. We're giving away a tailgate umbrella that is 12 foot. Is that? Not, I think it's eight or nine by 12. Yeah. Oh, it's it goes in your receiver and you can, it's 12 foot or you can turn it to where it goes over the bed of your truck or whatever you got. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. So I'm pretty excited about that. And then they got an old, like, metal sided Coleman cooler. The Coleman or the old igloos with the mm-hmm. metal latch, and it's it's cool. It's vintage. So looking forward to that. Wish uh, I could keep it, but we're going to give it away. Yep. That's the name of the game. So what, what do you like most about selling tools? Well, I don't know. I mean, Spoiler alert, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to sweat as much, probably. No, but. No rain days. Yeah, that's a yeah. No rain days, no layoff in the winter. Which last couple of years of poured concrete, I didn't get laid off more than two weeks. Something about global warming. <laughs> gotcha. Gotta be it. Gotta be it. No. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it is good. Like if, especially on some of your bigger sales, like you've been working on a customer for week after week, trying to get him to buy that toolbox or whatever, and he finally commits to it, and it's like, got, got him. him. Got him. Got him. I mean, that's a pretty good feeling. Um, Also, with... uh, I do enjoy sometimes, like, thinking outside of the box because there'll be customers that will come up to you like, hey, I need something to do this job. And you can come up with some off-the-wall, backwoods, redneck shit for them. And they... (laughs) Some derby car stuff. They think you're the greatest (laughs) ever because you... Sold them a tool that does the job easier than what they could even think of. I've had that several times. Well, my favorite thing about that is like, there'll be like a Jesus clip on a GM training cooler. Mm -hmm. They'll be fighting it. Like you realize there's a tool for that, right? Yeah. A right angle pick. Like, no, no, no. You you don't actually, you don't actually, you don't actually take them out. Like everyone thinks you just take a, pick and you just rip them the hell out of the, the line right, and they go flying and that's why they call them jesus clips in the, the orbit oh shit yeah. clips. <laughs> there's a tool it's a jiffy tight is what it's called there's a tool you slide it on there turn a quarter turn the line pulls right out and they're just mind blown like well obviously if you know and some guys do some guys don't but if you go into like the all data or the mitchell like the repair information like use tool blah 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 and insert turn a quarter turn and it's like but I mean, we're all guilty of it. Like you well, keep talking about that freaking old no, no way guy and the jack stands. That that one got me. That pretty one, good. yeah, that's something else, isn't it? Yeah, like my Did whole you life. See the one where he blows the uh, the five gallon buckets apart. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't work. It doesn't. No, I tried it. It doesn't. Meh. There is no there is no greater force in this in this universe than the, two five gallon buckets stuck. Whatever together. holds that together, but. 
I don't understand. Bottle it and cure cancer. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, you got to use a rubber tip blowgun uh, yeah, to get it, it down in there. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was. You still it just get leaked out around the whole edge. Like they weren't two of the same buckets. No way. <laughs> Let's drill a hole in the first bucket. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Problem solved. Hi, ben. You ever see those videos on the internet where they just do the stupidest <laughs> shit? Like they weld up a hole and then drill it back out and like tap it. Or the <laughs> screw. If your screw gets stuck in and won't back out, you put another screw into it so it holds the board down to bring back the other one out. Have you seen that one? No. There's so many things on the internet. They're just like the when one you get that done watching. You're just like that was a waste of our time. Yeah. Trace. Take a hole saw of the size you need of hole. Trace it. Drill another hole, and then use a jigsaw to cut the hole saw out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. And then yeah. like what's what's it's not Buzzfeed. It's the it's it's something like like the life hacks or whatever. And they like they just. They make like the most ridiculous like homemade tools. Like you could just like they make a pair of scissors out of like two razor blades. Like like or you could have just went and got a pair of freaking scissors. Yes, that stuff. Oh, of course, shit. then you go to the comments and people are just so triggered. Like, oh yeah. And then like uh, it was. It's not. I have not seen a video in a long time, and I'll see it now because of you know Big Brother listening or whatever. But the ones where like. They would use like pasta as body filler, like on furniture. Oh, <laughs> like, have you seen it? <laughs> yes. Super glue and noodles. Use, they use brick and mortar. Yeah. Garbage work. <laughs> <laughs> like six gallons of Bondo. Yeah. And then like they zoom out and it's obviously a different car. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate on that. Expandafoam does wonders for rocker. Cap corners. I've seen Kyle Wilmberg do some amazing things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, this is strictly unofficial, but my old van had some rust in it. And I was like, just fill it with expanding foam <clears throat> and fix it. And he's just like, okay, don't tell anybody. You, I did this, especially on your podcast. <laughs> so I dropped my van off at his shop and I had to go run some errands and like do some deliveries for work. And I went to Dollar General in T-Town to, uh, <laughs> to buy something. I don't know. And I walk around the corner and there's Kyle. I'm like, Kyle, what are you doing at Dollar General? I said, aren't you supposed to be working on my van? He looks me in the eye and looks down. <laughs> Look, he's got a can of expanding <laughs> fucking foam. And he goes, I am. <laughs> oh. I am. Oh, what, do you, what the hell do you think I'm doing? Yeah, he's like, sell it immediately. And I drove it for like a year. Still good to go. The uh, the Jeep out back, the black one, it's got expanding foam in the rockers too. It must just, it's for flotation is what it's for. Yeah, it's safety for the kids in the van, you know. If you get into a flood, it'll float. But, yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, under, under trained hands, it's just amazing. Well, it's like that in the day they used to use lead instead of Bondo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Have you ever watched any of those videos? Where it's oh like yeah. Out lead on. That's oh yeah. Neat. There's brass in my dart. Yeah. You have you a dart? Maybe we'll get to that. I guess we'll get to that later here. Okay. Question three. <laughs> no, hold on. I want to go back. So, <laughs> so back to the power wheels real quick. Um, how did you get into racing them? 
like you kind of explained how you got into it, but how'd you get like, how are you like, we're going to start competing? You know, my kids are going to be winners and it ain't going to be on a T-ball field. So been hanging out with Kyle Willenberg a lot here lately. Okay. Say no more. (laughs) I mean, that that pretty much explains everything. Um, Spend a lot of the last summer up at Coles County, Terre Haute, down at Benton, whatnot. And, uh, the boy enjoys it. He loves seeing that and Ridge and Cohen are five days apart. Gotcha. So his boy and my boy. So, and they've been, they really enjoy like up at Coles County. We were up there and mean Dean bless his heart. He freaking feeds them kids full of sugar and just lets them do whatever <laughs> That's the hell grandpa they want. stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And we got to go up and watch Dean race every time he goes up. Cohen and Ridge, they're cheering them on, just hooping and hollering, having a good time and whatnot. And uh, Kyle informed me about the Power Wheels drag race that Cohen participated in last year. I think it was last year, maybe the year before last. And uh, it's over at Terre Haute, like I spoke or said earlier. And I'm like, well, I'm kind of one of them people. If we're going to do it, we're going to fucking do it. Yeah. Like, so I'm building Ridge his race car and actually I've got the same electronics to go into Kyle's or Cohen's Jeep, which is the same thing. So I ordered double of everything. So the boys will be leaving off a button with a delay box. Nice. Come. I'm going to have to get in on this. My five-year-old son probably won't be that great, but my four-year-old daughter, she is serious. And she's the competitive one, and she drives the wheels off that truck. Oh, yeah. And, it, I mean, it's the coolest thing ever over there, um, seeing all the pictures. I mean, it's, like I said, they stage them, everything. Parents get to stage them, thank God. And uh, we'll have, once I get mine painted and back together, and then we'll get Cohen's set up, the boys will basically have the same exact Jeep. They can literally hop into either each other's and race them. And uh, we'll... We'll see if we can go win some money because I think it's like five hundred dollars to win. Holy cow! Well, and they pay first and runner up, so hopefully we get one and two, and we'll just tell the boys they got to split. That'd be fun. Hopefully. All right. Next question. Question three: What are your hobbies? About anything outside motors, engines. Well, you're kind of known as the Derby guy at uh, Lease Tool Sales. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I used to Derby a lot. Spent a lot of money on it. Ran some Frankenstein shit. I mean... It must be a hell of a drug because... It is. There's a lot of people do it. And a lot of people dump a lot of money into it. I mean, nowadays you're looking at... If you had to literally go out and buy everything that they make to put in a car... You could easily have 50 grand wrapped up in one. Holy cow. Just to smash the shit out of it at the county fair. So, like, is Derbyan kind of like every other grassroots motorsports where, like, it just kind of turned into a money thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hobby. You're not going to make money at any hobby. You right. Do. But it is. I don't know what it is just pulling out on the track, that adrenaline, adrenaline rush that you get. It's, I mean, you got your adrenaline rushes whenever you're, jeep and you do some hairy shit and bounce up a trail and you're like yeah but wow. i haven't got zoomies coming out of my hood and half the shit's on fire and 
and <clears throat> yeah, it. I bet that is a rush. It is. It's a lot of fun, and especially if you win, which I did a few times. So yeah, that'd be cool. So now you're transitioning into the drag drag racing world. Yep, I sold the majority of my derby stuff. I still have what I call my old faithful. Uh, me and my dad built that as a small block Mopar for okay. eighteen. Whatever uh, derby. Those are hard on. to tear up. Oh, sure. this thing. This thing was I. Me and Dad threw it together. Um, talked to Nate Millenbacher as far as the cam and all that other stuff. Exactly. Quarter race. It, it's really not even that of a cam. It's a step over an RV, basically. So I mean, not a lot of power in my motor that I and had. I assume you don't need a ton of power. Well, well, I mean, it's cool. No, don't get me wrong. Nine grand in any motor's cool. Right. I mean, it's set, you get a motor that sings 9,000 RPMs. It is awesome. But I built mine. It floated valves at about 6,500. So, and that's all I needed. I'd gear. I spent money on gears to help compensate for that. Run 456s and I had a... GM 10 bolt I built myself. I built a lot of my stuff. I got a full cradle for Mopar still. Gotcha. Uh, a lot of guys are small block Chevys. I was Mopar for some reason. Started out with Mopar. One of them deals once you kind of get married to an engine. It's right. You to, got the parts and you hate you, to switch because. Um, did not run a 727 though. I was a 904 guy. Oh, okay. I had a 904. I. Knock on wood, that was the best transmission. I put 13 runs on it before it grenaded. So I'm sure a Google search could probably answer this question, but what advantage would you have running a 727 over a 904? I'm assuming like drum and clutch size maybe? or It's just old wise tale. Everybody used to run the 727s. I just had luck with the... 904s. I mean, that's fair enough, but what what caused the transition from derby to drag? Well, Bud Light. Bud Light's, oh no. <laughs> Dad's an avid Bud Light drinker, though. <laughs> I got a picture on my phone. I'll show you guys, but Snapchat filters are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hoser. Poor hoser. guy. Poor guy. He, and he still don't know about it. <laughs> He's 60. He's a senior now. It's fine. But uh, no, I just... One of them deals, once you kind of conquer... I mean, I've won Cumberland County Fair. I won Coles County Fair. I, you, I've won them. Don't really care to go back and try to win them again. And just kind of got interested in the drag racing. Felt like it was one of them deals... If I'm going to work on something, I want something a little bit nicer than just a junky old fucking car sitting. Right. That's kind of why we made the transition out of Jeeps into muscle cars 10 years ago as well. I mean. Something you don't go purposefully beat the shit out of. Well, you do, but it's (laughs) different. You can spend countless hours on a pro mod that you can run multiple times over or and have a lot of money wrapped up in it, or you can spend... Still a lot of money into a semi-stock or light mod and get two runs out of it. I think the last one I built was a 
It was a 97 Lincoln Town Car. It ran, well, first one I got put on the trailer, I was a trailer queen. They didn't like my bumper. So, I want to take a second here. Derby is like a whole other world. I was trying to explain it to Brent. Like the other, I you, assume it's like you you push the rules as much as possible. Oh, no, no, no. You intentionally break the rules. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if, like, you, if you're not cutting, you didn't build it. So, uh, like, so it's the only sport where you read the rule book and you say, I, like, you take it and you throw it in the trash can. Okay. And, and what you do, and it's it's fucking genius. So like, you get like whatever the rules are. We're not gonna get to the specifics here, but like, so there's fifteen rules. Let's say you take all fifteen rules and you break every single one of them, and then when you get teched in, they only catch five out of the fifteen, and you gotta get your cutting torch out and cut five things off your car. But you still got ten illegal things that give you an advantage in the run. Nice. Because you just got some drunken redneck at the county fair that's looking at your car saying what it is, it, what is or isn't good to run. Okay. So and there's a lot of sleight of hand. Like you'll do some really dumb shit over here to draw their attention that really doesn't do anything for you. Okay. And, oh yeah, let's cut that off. Yeah. Oh, my, my bad. Oops. Put a railroad fucking tie as a bumper. <laughs> <laughs> well, the money that's in bumpers. We we. I mean, we could go on a whole podcast over derby and then we may have you back on and talk about just derbies but uh, we're getting long in the tooth here so let's move on what's the point of the podcast sir we got seven questions left what else do you have to do tonight go to sleep unbelievable all right fine let's talk about bumpers the bar's still open till one Oh well some of us deep are we into this episode 49 minutes oh that's fine we got another 40 minutes at least 40 minutes Okay, when fine. Joe Rogan goes three hours. This is true. This is true. Joe Rogan does go three hours. Keep talking about bumpers. Let's go. But they'll literally... <laughs> Sam don't want to talk about <laughs> bumpers, I guess. I, I thought we covered it. We're getting kind of long-winded here. Oh, sorry. Long tooth. Yeah. Where does it say we can get long-winded? It's in the name. <laughs> it is in the name, I guess. Um. Yeah, somebody found out that plasma tables and half-inch plate and a lot of gussets can make a 1,000-pound bumper. Okay. So, yeah, they got them on CAD programs now, plasma table, water jet, whatever. Literally, top plate, bottom plate, back plate, front plate, and then they got gussets inside and a whole nother lateral plate that's in there, and you weld it all up, 30 pounds of welding wire in it. And it so, weighs like seven, eight hundred pounds. So, from a spectator point of view, that that's when I get up and go get a corn dog because, like, on these big pro mods, you get two guys out there with literally solid steel cars just bouncing into each other. And well, like, they put them bumpers on stock cars. I'm I'm just saying, like, when oh, yeah, they just like, go dink, like they just bounce off each other. Like, yeah, like, I guess whoever runs out of gas first loses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, all right, well. It is nice. I do like when they get on opposite corners, you know. Oh, yeah. The the flames are coming out of the zoomies and the valves Mm -hmm. are floating. Just bam. When the whole whole crowd goes, ooh. (laughs) (laughs) That's the good one. Yeah. Or when they flip, like when it gets dicey out there. Yeah, get them up on the the K-blocks. And old neckbeards out there with a fire extinguisher. (laughs) (laughs) Just... (laughs) <laughs> He's the 
only volunteer firefighter of that <laughs> district that's got a driver's license. <laughs> Probably had a case of beer before it even started. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a Yeti full of whiskey on the sideline. <laughs> America. <laughs> and this is why other countries hate us. <laughs> <laughs> Taking perfectly good cars and smashing the shit out of yeah, each other. and get drunk the whole time. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. a good time. I mean, I enjoy the shit out of watching them. I'll give you that. So you're getting in a drag race. Are you building a drag car? You got a drag car? I currently have. Well, I got two cars. Okay, I like the back, sound of that. Back to the whole kids. Let's take two cars and put it into one. Um, life lesson. Life lesson with a borrowed doghouse. <laughs> with a borrowed. I got a dog. Oh, is that your green one? Yeah. yeah. He's just he used sold, it. it got sold to me. He sends me a Snapchat of the car loading it up on the trailer. I'm like, hey, that's my hood fenders and grill. And he's like, mm, tough shit. Oh, from uh, Kyle's? From Grandma Wilbur. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember you and me oh, went? Oh, and I remember. Could... Okay. I remember. We put it on the car. I remember yeah. this specifically. It's lime green. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the the... The lime. fender is lime green. Uh, oh, the hood and fenders is dark green. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. That that one fender that I gave so to I Kyle for his wedding. Your shit staying fucking pointy nosed. I guess. Yeah. Until he comes and skeefs it from me. I said run it. I mean, I don't care. He's I using the hood anyway. At this point, that's honestly. exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> He's Oops. a ninja at that, among <laughs> other things. <laughs> a samurai. <laughs> Only to be taught by the sensei. Yes. But yeah, so, I got a 71 and a 72 dart. I think them were dart swinger. Okay. The ones with the taillights in the bumper. bumper. You doing like street strip or street or well, strip or? Right now, the cleaner one of the two. Well, you derb, please don't. Are you derbying no, them? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. He's, he is, he is grown up. He is no longer better. a derby guy. Think you how many nice cars got derbied Freiburger derbied that 67 dart did he it was on his instagram you don't follow him on instagram i thought i did apparently i've heard of people derbying chargers it was a it was a slant six post car and they're like this is junk so they took it out and like bounced it through some ditches and then entered it into a derby 10-4 did you ever hear about the aluminum slant six did yeah, we were talked about that. We've not talked about it, but I've I've seen guys I researched it. Some it was like a gas mileage thing, mm-hmm. and there's quite a bit of them out there. They and they're kind of sought after, but like they're junk. Like you can't even rebuild them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, From what I understand, like you can't get sleeves, and the like the sleeves are all rotted. Like every one of them, and like there was a oh, corrosion yeah, yeah. issue the, in yeah, the water between jackets, the steel and the aluminum. Yeah, and, like, like a whole thing. And, yeah. Mopar type stuff. Yeah, you know, water jackets with header bolts drilled into them and shit. You know, Mopar problems. But yeah, old uh, Kyle Slant Six and his dark convertible runs pretty good. So, does he still have that the red yeah. one? Yeah, I can never. That. It's for sale at all times, and then Cody's it's, buying it. It, it is. It not. it has been purchased at least three times. I bought it once. Cody's bought it twice. Okay, and it's never less left his possession. Money's never exchanged, and possessions never changed. So it's got a slant six in it. Yeah, he needs that three eighteen that I got. He's got a three eighty three for it. So, 
You're just kind of building up some like fun street strip cars then. Basically. Right now it's in the bodywork stage. It's getting a whole new rear quarter. That sounds like a nightmare. Oh, I'm not. I'm. It's setting up my dad's and I'm kind of hoping like he will eventually get all the old sheet metal off so I can go ahead and weld the new on. If it sets in front of him long enough, he'll do it. Gotcha. So I'm kind of waiting on him, but he's in the process of finishing his new house. So it kind of got put on the back burner. And then I got involved in this Power Wheels stuff, and I've been trying Your to Your life out. sounds like mine, to be completely honest. <laughs> Father-in-law building the house, I got involved in Power Wheels. Like, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> well, I mean, I kind of put the kids first on that situation, because it ain't like I'm going to, I don't want to push to half-ass the car. Like, it's got a four-link, putting a four-link under it, nine-inch. Gotcha. I'd really like to Wait, find... Wait, the Power Wheels or the Dart? The Dart. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> Whoa, this got real in a hurry. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Gotta have that weight, weight transfer, baby. You, you think you're cool till this guy shows up. Damn it. But yeah, um, looking to put possibly a... Uh, really like to find a 6.4. I know where one is. Yep. I do too, but I don't want to pay what he wants for it. No. Because he probably... He, you told me a price on it, and then he I asked him about it, and it was like $4,000 difference. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, you just got to catch him on the right day. Right. Yes. He's got a Hellcat for sale, too. That'd be way cooler. Yeah, but yeah, I don't want to swing. Well, what was that, like 15, 16? And that's probably what you guys bought it for. No, we'd probably sell a little less than that. Anyway, we'll talk about that off air. I have a 5.7 Hemi in my Jeep that needs a camshaft. And I was just talking to Dozer the other day that when I swap in my good 5.7, he's not going to buy my 5.7 for his Jeep because he's a bitch and he's putting a freaking LS in his Jeep. Well, I was never going to buy it. I was just going to well, relieve yeah, you Well, yeah, well, you're going to put... LS in a Jeep. Yeah, yeah it is I've literally done it like three times already. It is literally like, plug and play to put a Hemi in a JK, and he's going the hard way and putting an LS in it because LSs are better apparently. Anyway, that's so only, since that's, he doesn't want, I would only do Hemi if I wanted no warning lights, the AC to work in the cruise, and the AC and all the gauges. It, the AC don't work. All the warning lights are on, and the cruise don't work. So I'm just going to put an LS in it, standalone harness. And you've seen the Jeep. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's... Anyway, so anyway, um, so I'll have this five seven, and it's considered by most people probably junk in the state that it's in. So might as well rebuild it and find another car to put it in. But if you put it in your Dart, then I don't have to buy another car to put it in. So the price could be very right. Yes. Mm. We'll see. And you can turn them into a 426 Stroker. This is true. I did see a pretty, which. So you're going to do like. You can order this car. I don't know if I told you about that guy that showed up at the Snap-on building a while back. Mm, Ryan's customer. No. So Cherokee, just like your white one. This one was black. Had a nine inch under it. Had a 5.7 punched out to a. 6.5, had a 83-millimeter turbo underneath the passenger seat, 1,050 rear-wheel horsepower. Was that WK2? I have no idea, but it was fucking cool. 
You lost me at nine inch, not gonna lie. <laughs> and double lost me at six point five. <laughs> My Jeep's actually a five point oh right now. I ran the math. A seven <laughs> cylinder five seven is a five point oh. <laughs> good enough. They put three sixes in those. Five is good. Perfect. It it, to, it I pulled my new ZJ home with my five liter WK2 and it no trouble at all. Had a infamous. slight vibration, but <laughs> the infamous ZJ. You weren't interested in that other one I sent you pictures of? Not for that money, no. Okay. No. Gotcha. No. Well, it depends on how the title situation works with this one I got right now. So, Fair uh, no comment. Anyway, well, the other one has a similar title situation. Yeah, so. no so, comment. Gotta love the state of Illinois. Uh, all right, next question, Jake. What was your first car? My first car was a '94 Chevy full size Blazer. Of course, it was. Nice. It wasn't a Tahoe. It was a full size Blazer Chevy. What the. With the five zero or the five seven, had the five seven. Nice, two hundred and thirty horsepower. Oh yeah, <laughs> that thing got the shit rotted out of it. Didn't have my license for more than twenty four hours, and I rolled it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, nice. Oh tell yeah, us, tell us a story about rolling it. Yeah, you got a story. There I was. <laughs> there I was driving to work. I worked for a farmer at the time. Jumping coke cans. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hit um. I was on my way to work early in the morning, late as shit, you know. So the Blazer's the same wheelbase as a single cab short bed truck, so there's no wheelbase. Went down a rock road that zigzagged at the bottom of the hill, and it zigged and it zigged. It zigged and you zagged. (laughs) How fast were you going? Too fast. (laughs) Next thing I know, I hit the ditch, rolled it over on its side. It was fine. Broke the passenger window out, fucked up the bumper, put it. So you just flopped it? Like you didn't like roll it completely, just flopped? or It nosed down in the ditch, rolled over. <laughs> You're not the only one. <laughs> rolled over on its side, almost completely upside down. Screwed up the roof, screwed up the door front fender pushed the front bumper the top of the bumper was touching the hood latch because i hit a root ball right at the base so it was like six o'clock in the morning i was supposed to be had to go get a tractor because i was working for a farmer and first call was mom and dad tell them that i wrecked and rolled it blah 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 they freaked out then i called the friend that i worked for was a friend of mine went to school with was working for his dad he had some ground farmer rich farmer kid whatever but uh i called him and said hey i rolled come roll me back over he goes how in the hell did you roll a tractor <laughs> i'm supposed to go get this tractor gotcha yeah i, ain't got I said no i ain't got there yet let come get me so he showed up we hooked the strap up rolled me back over drug me out of there started it up checked fluids drove it to work you didn't didn't pull plugs or nothing just nope. she hydro locks she hydro locks good luck nope it smoked some a <laughs> little bit okay fair enough uh drove it went and done my day got back drove it home everything was fine ordered a new front bumper for it 
took a hammer to it, beat it, beat out some dents. That's when drove the Derby it. Day started. <laughs> Perfect. That's where it all started. Drove it for rest of high school. I I had my license for ten days before I wrecked. <clears throat> my dad gave me like two days because I drove like a bat out of hell, and uh, I get it honestly. My grandma drives like crazy as well, but uh, anyway, ten days put her in the ditch is like two hundred dollars from being totaled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I feel you there. Well, it was yeah, it totaled it, but I bought a new front bumper for it. The grill accordion back out. <laughs> so it was all busted, whatnot. Put a front brush guard on it to kind of hide it. But th- but at that point, you like almost become invincible. You're like, I can't tear it up that much more anymore. So like, it's now you're having fun. Oh, and when I got this, it had three hundred and twenty thousand miles on it. Holy cow! Oh yeah. So the hydro lock was not an issue. It had enough blow by. <laughs> yeah, the oil ran back right. immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, those those three fifties of that vintage, like the 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 spider injected three fifties. That was probably was it TBI. 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 But those are tough motors. Oh like, yeah. People get a lot of miles shit. out of those. Rotted it. I don't know how many times we didn't, went, didn't but... have enough. As long as it's like a seven three power stroke, like didn't have enough power to hurt itself. Oh yeah. That was one of them ones, just like Sam, whenever he gets mad from second to third gear burnout shifts, you just, you, you're out mudding, you just hold it to the wood and it shifts back and forth, back and forth. I think I put two or three trainees in that. Yeah. 4L60. 4L60 life. Oh yeah. What year was that? 94. 94. Okay. Cause I know my buddy had a 95 TBI truck mm-hmm. and to, you could only use a transmission out of a 95 because the 95s are like a crossover year. You got kind of that, like, they're getting ready to do, I don't know, that's what he said. So, yeah, and uh, hard shaking telling. your head no, but. I, I've never heard of that, but I'm not going to put it against Chevy for doing that. Dammer. Oh. Yeah, I've had, uh, back when Paul Breer used to do transmissions on the side, used to work at Dan Hex. Oh, and that guy's in T-Town? Well, I don't think he's alive anymore. Okay. Was he in T? Did he live in T Town? He was northeast of T Town. Yeah, he did one for me. Oh, yeah. They're like, and he was cheap, like 300 bucks. Yeah. It was awesome. It'd take forever, but. Yeah. You'd show up at his house and his whole shop was full of transmissions. I think he did, ended up doing like four or five for me total. Nice. Because I kept asking, like, I don't care. I don't think you messed it up. Cause I'm not very easy on them. I just want to make sure that this one don't go out. Yeah. Like and then I get to, it and then I'd go out. Like if you need to like upgrade a sun shell or something, oh, like yeah. let just me know. Just put it in there. Like let's throw another hundred at it. Cause you're already 200, $300 in it. <laughs> Big spender over here. <laughs> Whoa. Get back everybody. Put shift kits in them. Everyone I had had a shift kit in it. Why not? Oh, I didn't know any different at the time. Dude, that Sad. was the thing. That was race car parts back then. Yeah, that's right. Shift kit. Heck 16 yeah. year old. The got old like, kit. You got like a couple like gaskets and like a couple check balls <laughs> like shift kit. <laughs> Heck yeah. So I guess, so number five, what got you into cars and maybe like cars in general, like what got you into derbying? Well, I grew up around it. Derbying. I mean, that was the thing back in the day. It's not as fancy anymore. Like back whenever I was 10 years old, it was all about who best paint. And that's what got me into it. Cause I had a cousin of mine that derbied 
and he'd let me paint his cars. Well, we'd do one year we did Looney Tunes. So we would take the time and draw out all the Looney Tunes on it and actually paint them on the car. I think we did, uh, I can't remember what we all done. There was several themes that we done. And that was just back in the day in the early 2006, seven, eight year. Well, even before that, like Oh two, like I've got pictures of that's just what you did. You had a theme and you painted your car and that was just part of it. And, uh, I really enjoyed doing that. I did a lot of rebel flags on the tops. Just like yeah. old the old Duke boys. Yep. <laughs> We'd uh, I'd paint rebel flags on the top, even did waving ones. I sure I hate to my... be that car right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let like, me see if I can I'd find I'd this like picture. The obsession with the, so... with the Duke's hazard narrator boys. I don't know about you boys. <laughs> <laughs> My first car I ever ran was Rebel Flag over the whole car. Yeah. Pretty legit. The hippies would beat you up these days over something like that. I'd say we're we're pretty far north of the Mason Dixon. Nice. So it touched What kind of car is that? That is a eighty six Chrysler Fifth Ave. You like at what point did you realize your Derby car was nicer than the what you were daily in? Mm. <laughs> Is there an answer to that? Not question? really. No. Never did realize. No, because at that time I had that was the, I had my '88 Chevy. So what kind of paint did you use? Is that spray paint or roll-on paint or um, a little bit of both? Surely not automotive paint. Oh hell no. Okay, like you're not like mixing thinner. There's one 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 car I did have shot with a high gloss single stage, because it was just it was all black, and it turned out really good. I spent a lot of time. On it, I don't know if I got pictures. Probably didn't get dead. Probably didn't get blocked and sanded. Did it? Guess not. No, it did not. Well, by, by the look yeah, of it, yeah, that one got shot with actual thinner and everything. Oh yeah, you can barely see the dead. <laughs> Save money on Bondo that way. <laughs> I don't know why people say black's hard to spray. You can barely notice. <laughs> There's not a lick of orange peel on that one at all. Oh, no, I bet not. <laughs> Gosh, darn it. <laughs> it's glass. And it's sponsored by Coors Light. And Gary Wines would be jealous of that one. That one's actually hand-painted. The Coors Light logo? Yeah, I painted that myself. That looks better than the black paint, not going to lie. <laughs> uh, so do you like have any other artistic ability? Like, are you good at drawing? Or he, like he does all my, like, my marketing, all my, like, little... Uh, starburst lettering and stuff like if i need like buy get lettering done on a on a sticker or something uh-huh. for product i give it to jake he is he has a very keen artistic ability and little known fact he can replicate certain patterns and shapes of letters very well okay. and that comes in handy if you know what I'm saying. I see saying. what you're saying. All right. All right, then. That's how old. We get anyway, <laughs> question six. When did you get into forgery? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> 
pull it together. This is a professional <laughs> radio show. Uh, to me. <laughs> tell me you know how to commit a crime without telling me you know how to commit a crime. It's only a crime if you get caught. That's right, a hundred percent. Victimless crime. It is. It legitimately <laughs> is a victimless crime. I mean, for... oh wow! Stop. Uh... Uh, question twelve or whatever we're on. Six. Six. Sam, what is the favorite car you have ever owned? Favorite car. So. I'm really, I really do like the LBZ I own now. Has a sunroof. Is that it the does. driveway? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was a half ton. Oh, <laughs> shots fired. Well, I don't. I, it's dark and it's black, Ow. and I didn't pay that much attention. No. no. So what's what, explain to me? Like I'm not a Chevy guy, and if you are a Chevy guy, please write into the show, and will somebody please give me a legitimate reason or strategy behind the naming of Chevy diesel engines. They just take they just take an L and then throw a dart at an alphabet and like, yep, that's what this one's gonna be called. Possibly. I mean, so yours is an LBZ. LBZ 07 classic. So which is like is that like a crossover year? It's a split year. It's a split year. Yeah, kind of like you like mine was made in like 07 in Dodge. You could get a five nine or six seven. Yes. So anyway Dodge did or Chevy did that a few times. Like in in like '99, you could get two different three quarter ton trucks. The HD and the not HD uh, is a Silverado, and then the K twenty five hundred. Oh, gotcha. '99, you could still get the old body style in the three quarter ton and one ton. The square, but it makes ordering parts a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah, like. If I ever order parts for my truck, I just tell them it's an 06. 06, yeah. Yeah, because it's not even worth the hassle of arguing with that guy Yeah, hitting the old keyboard. You know, yeah. it's, <laughs> you like ask him, it's like, like I need some brake pads for my K2500. Uh, has it got the 6 liter or the 8.1? Like, it's oh. got the 350. Oh, that's not an option. Like, oh, oh god damn it. Okay. <laughs> Back to the whole parts store thing. Imagine Derbian. Okay. So, Mopar oh. engine. Chevy rear end, most of the time Ford cars. You, li- in Ford. you literally just described jeeping. Yeah. So they're like, so what's this on? I'm like, just like try a 76 Chevy for the motor or yeah. whatever, whatever you're trying to do. Just they're like, is it out in the parking lot? Like, no. no, like it's on a derby car. Bear with me. Let's just roll through the computer until I like what I see. <laughs> so <laughs> thankfully, Rock Auto. Yes. Rock Auto. Thankfully. Yes. That's. Yeah. You take out the whole. Yeah. You take that out of the equation with that. Thank God. Does it have air conditioning? I mean, it might burn up because you put the wrong wipers on it. <laughs> Even though we take the windshields out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're going with your 07. So the truck 07 or my 88 Chevy I had. The one you rolled. No. That was a 94 Chevy. Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. Hey, 88 Chevy is the one I was driving that single cab long bed with True Duels. True Duels. That's, true duels. that's the Cheviest thing you've said tonight. Did it have the bigger, like, angle cut chrome exhaust tips? Oh, no. I didn't have tips. Oh. They okay. cackle more without tips. Oh, noted. I had true <laughs> Good duel. to know. So fun, fun. True Duel 90s with 24 inch glass packs, and I threatened to put 12s on it. 
I wanted to get the eight inch ones, but you know, Cherry Bomb makes an eight inch class back. Yes, I put yeah. one on my V10, and it does nothing. Uh, it made my V10 a little better because I put it on in front of the muffler. <laughs> it was so loud. <laughs> God, I and missed it just that truck. Sounded like sewing machines fighting in a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, I used to Main Street Green up. I used to. Which is now my band name, just so you know. <laughs> Main Street Unit yeah. or, or Two Sewing Machines in a Dumpster. <laughs> That's our hit single. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty good. I'd listen to that shit. Main Street Green App. All right, proceed. Is that going to be the, mu- the music that follows this episode? <laughs> we got to record that part next. Live tonight, Main Street Green App. Uh, yeah, I used to go through there and drop it all the way down in one and listen to people, bitch. True jewels. Just... Yeah, man. We, you Unfortunately, you Cumberland County folk didn't have the underpass like we did in town. Yeah. That was always... There was much hooning going on underneath did, the did, underpass. Did I ever tell you the story about my first truck, the Dakota, and when I went to AutoZone and added like 100 horsepower to my truck? If I ever told you this story, no, I please, know I've told you this story. Please okay. tell me you flipped the air cleaner upside down. <laughs> so fat Sam. <laughs> so fat Sam. It's a hell of a Probably mod, in Dickie's clothes. No, not at this point. Um, I go to AutoZone and I need a new air filter mm. for my 92 Dodge Dakota 5.2 LE extended cab short bed four wheel drive. With air conditioning. With air conditioning. And I go in there, and of course, the Fram is in there. And it's just the typical 14-inch round, right? And I see the K&N. Broke the bank on the K&N with the top induction and everything, didn't you? No, not the top induction. Just the K&N round air filter. <clears throat> and uh, it on the box, it said like up to 22% increase, blah, blah, okay. blah. Okay. And you yes. did some simple math. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. So I flip the air cleaner upside down. <laughs> the lid? The lid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Upside yeah, down. Because it had a cold air intake. There was like a plastic tube that ran from the grill <laughs> up to the air cleaner. Oh, no, no. We need this hot air from on top of the engine. <laughs> yes. Right? So <laughs> My grandson. <laughs> I don't remember who I had with me, but I had somebody with me in the passenger seat. And... uh we take off down Lakeland Boulevard, headed south towards the hot towards the interstate, right? Okay. And it, I just peel out of there like a bat out of hell. Cooper Cobra's squalling in the back. <laughs> One wheel peel, no smoke at all. No smoke at all. One wheel peel. <laughs> and I just like man, I just <laughs> rodden it, rap, and let it let off a blah 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 rap. And I, I was just loving it because it had a Flowmaster Forty series on it. And I was just like, man, this thing's got so much more power. I was like, man, I thought I was the smartest dude on the planet. <laughs> I had figured out how to get all this horsepower in my 5.2 Dodge. And I'm just ripping up and down Lakeland Boulevard. I get past Ron Ketty Distributing down there by the, by the auction barn. Mm-hmm. And I, I head out onto you know, South Lakeland Boulevard. And it won't go more than 45 miles an hour. I'm like... What the hell is wrong with this thing? Were you in low range? I was in second gear. <laughs> Oops. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Mopar problems. What do you think of Kyle's 
story about his grandpa driving his truck. Which one was this? Did you not hear that? When? When? Oh, so Kyle said he sent his grandpa to Matt Toon to go to Pilsen's, and he sent him in his black Dodge truck, and it took him like two hours to get up there. Who's Kyle's grandpa? Kyle Wilmer's grandpa. Assume Vicky's dad. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got in it, and his car has the dial to put it in gear. <laughs> He put it in four he low. He put it in four low and drove to Matt Toon. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, Grandpa, why didn't you call me? And he said, well, I left my phone at home. Oh, my <laughs> So he God. drove in low range all the way to Matt Toon. <laughs> oh, my so God. So Kyle said the car salesman at Pilsen's was like, hey, I got in and like moved your truck out of the way. Like Some old guy came up. And he was like, I got in it. It was in four low, just letting you know. And Kyle's like, this is starting to make sense. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it took him like four hours to get back from Bill's <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, shoot. Unreal. Wow. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, question seven. What is the most unique car you have owned? Well, I'd probably have to say the Dart right now. Okay. Unique in my eyes. I mean, the Blazer was cool. The single cab long bed, 88 Chevy. That was the first year they switched from the square body to the newer style. It was cool, but that that swinger is pretty cool. Hopefully have it on the track in the next 10 years least so going back to your dual exhaust 88 when i was a little kid probably like first grade after school there was a high school girl that watched us and we had to walk home sometimes her brother would give us a ride home and he had like a regular cab f-150 you know we would like six of us would pile in he'd give us a ride home and it had loud exhaust on it, and it had the big chrome exhaust tips. Mm. And I thought the noise came from the exhaust tips. I thought there was like rubber flappers in there that like smacked, and that's what made the noise. Like that's what like six year old or five seven year old dozer thought made the exhaust was in them tips. Uh-huh. And I thought it was the coolest thing I'd seen in my life. You know, we'd get in, he just rot it, and that it's it it influenced a young man for yeah. sure. That that's what was all downhill from there. That's right. <laughs> so, <clears throat> okay. So, question eight: How many cars have you owned? Um. Well, I got wrote down this, and I just thought of another one because you can have two. Or sorry, you can you can amend. I thought. Well, we I seven. mean, it's. I guess you could call it eight and a half as far as cars. Driving between what I've had my name on and whatnot and drove. Because the half would be the Jeep, the 73 CJ5. Okay, yeah. So so that brings up an interesting point. Because, like, in high school, did you ever drive one of your dad's cars? You know what I mean? So, like, <clears throat> you can't add that to cars that you have owned. But you pay, like, the insurance and license on it. So. I pay the insurance and license and the title is legally in my name. And but it's my dad's Jeep. And you're the one that had to rebuild the whole front axle. Yeah. So. Thanks to Sam. Got me a hell of a deal on the front axle. 
let him do all the wheeling and dealing. Did you do a BJP? Did you use your BJP one? No, 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 oh. no. Okay. We uh, it was the it was the front it was the bearings and the brakes right that we did. No, we went and bought that over St. Elmer or whatever that disc brake. Whole oh, yeah. front axle and we oh, swapped yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was a drum front, and you're like, this is stupid. Why would you want drums on it? I said, then find me a disc brake front end. So I did. And he found one. And then we went over there, and he was asking, I don't remember what he was asking for. And Sam lowballs him, and he fucking takes it. I'm like, hell yeah. You don't get what you don't ask for. That's right, 100%. So there's an episode of our podcast, How to Get a Deal on Marketplace. You should yes, listen to it. I did listen to it. Me and Kyle that listened was... to it on the way to go look at that camper. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and then, like, we got there right, like, like we, there was 40 minutes of bullshit leading up to, like, the actual tip. And we pulled into the parking lot as we started getting into how to actually wheel and deal. And I was like, well, fuck it. Direction's unclear. <laughs> oh, shoot. But that's the street legal vehicles I've owned. I've owned nine derby cars. That, you, you can, can count, count that. Yeah. yeah. So, like technically, you're looking at. 17 and a half, 18. Nice. Okay. Nice. I figured it'd be a little higher, but we'll accept that. Well, I'm supposed to have more vehicles I own? Yeah, actually. I'm at, so, 40, I'm at 45. Anyway. I don't get rid of what I own. Like, my 88 <laughs> Chevy, my 88 Chevy's parked in the woods. My 94 Blazer is parked in the woods behind my house, which I have plans for it. I want to cut the top off of it. I think it'd be cool as shit to have a 94 Chevy Blazer because everybody wants these 71 to 86 mm-hmm. Blazers. Where the top goes all, the top all, come all off. the windshield. Yep. Well, the 70s, the early 70s were the only ones with the, maybe it was like 68. Anyway. Yeah. Besides the point. But the whole top and everything, just the windshield on them and then the... <clears throat> square body newer style square bodies they actually have the roof and it's just like the camper shell comes off on them mm-hmm. and i was wanting to cut the top off of it that's kind of one of them way back burner eventually one of these days okay yeah. jordan out gilbers hey his suburban's kind of cool i i'm not saying it's not i'm just saying you stole the idea from him Stealer. swiper no swiping so I had a K5 Blazer at one time. That was way cooler than your K5 Blazer. Yes. Was K5 yours even K5? No, no you it's a K fucking. What are the G, what are the GMT 400 Blazers called? Just a Blazer. Most of them are just Yukons. Like it's kind of rare to have an actual Blazer. <clears throat> gotcha. Like I've not seen another Blazer. Period. They're always Yukons. Yeah, I had a uh, 86 military one, an M1009, with a 6.2 diesel, turbo oh, 400. No yeah, it's Randy the, would love that. Out of the 45 vehicles I've owned, it's the only one I regret selling. That thing's cool. Why'd yeah. you get rid of it? Because what's wrong stupid. with you? Uh, actually, Ryan Goodrich had me scared to death because we have a buddy up in Chicago that daily drove one. And he's like, yeah, once it gets below 45 degrees, like, you're not going to drive it. And I like, got scared. And I sold it to some gangbanger in St. Louis who paid me in hundreds. And there was rolled up in a hair tie. And Legit. Was, yeah. 
Yeah. Could not get out of there fast enough. No. Stole his license plate lights. <laughs> yeah. Oop. The uh, basketball hoops had chains for the for the nets. Bars on all the windows. One of them deals. So his dad bought it for him if he promised to stay off of drugs. Legit. Jury's still out on if he uh, held up his end of the bargain. Yeah. We'll never know. Don't even care to know. Nope. So, Jake, what's your dream car? So, my dream vehicle would probably have to be a four-digit horsepower L5P Duramax. Okay. okay. So, again, be fine. <laughs> what the hell is an L5P? You're speaking in hieroglyphics. Over <laughs> yeah. So, Draw that's the 17 <laughs> and newer Duramaxes. Um, Gail Banks has been messing with them a lot, getting a lot of power out of them. Talk about a smart son of a bitch. Yeah, he's like autistic smart, though. Like, if you watch his videos, it's That's just... how all the crazy good engine builders and stuff, they're, they're kind of yeah, out, there. out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anybody that's like that are kind of out there, but especially in the engine building world, like, you look at all the people around here that build engines, I mean... Nothing against Dave Cheadle, but I mean, he's just not your average person. Rest that you'd, in peace. Rest in peace. But I mean, he was pretty smart when it comes to what he did. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of thought of him as kind of not there sometimes, but yet it's Dave. It's yeah. just how it was. It was just Dave. So fair enough. So anyway, oh, well, so a 17 or newer Duramax. Did you know Dave went to St. Anthony with my dad? No kidding. Yep. Small world. Yep. With a thousand horsepower plus. Mm-hmm. Color match, pearl white, color match bumpers, color match mirrors, just just a clean truck. When he said color match at first, I thought he just wanted all the body panels to be the same color. Goddamn derby guys. <laughs> oh, damn you, desert. It's even going to be one color, the whole thing. <laughs> Front to back, same Bumpers color. and all. <laughs> it's like the time I put the two single whites together and painted them the same color. <laughs> one was a 78, one was a 98. Roof lines didn't quite add up, but we made her work. <laughs> the only time I've seen that happen was in Cumberland County. So. <laughs> now we're picking on it for being from Cumberland County. Are you from Cumberland County? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> oh, well, just because you live there don't mean you're from there. So well, yeah. I mean, born and raised in Cumberland County. Dad had dad was had a stem out of his head, so oh, I guess I, I got a partial stem. Understandable. I uh, see your your dad's mom and dad. Don't live in Cumberland County. Yeah, they do. And Lilyville? Heck yeah, that's Cumberland County. Willenberg's are Cumberland County too. Did not Grandma know that. Willenberg's house. Cumberland and Shelby get like weird in that area. Oh yeah. You know County I mean? Line shooting? That is the southwest corner. That corner, the road that goes north at County Line. Yeah. And east. That is the southwest corner of Cumberland County. I'll so be. you can like start breaking laws because like there ain't no county county police officer sheriff's gonna be over there. Jerry oh. Weber. I'll Looking be dipped food. in extrament. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind then. Oh, yeah, you go. Oh, you, not you Cumberland. Road tri- that's Shelby, because everybody always tried to all drink underage in Sigel because. Oh, yeah, that's Shelby up there. Yeah, because by the time they got to the courthouse and you blew, it was like an hour drive to Shelbyville. Yeah, it's, you could, uh, like, sober up. it's it's a little wonky, the county lines over there. Anyway, 
Yeah. So one of the questions left. What is your favorite car story and or memory? Um, well, what I wrote down, the one that always pops up in my head. So back in, it had been like 08, 09. So I'd been in high school. Me and a friend of mine, he, uh, I was working for him. His dad, farmer, he's a rich kid. Oh, wait, I know this one. <laughs> you rolled your six in the morning. <laughs> Come get me. No. No. So <laughs> his dad just bought a six four Ford. Ooh. <laughs> Two thousand eight six four. Ooh, first Ford. year for me. Yep. Yep. F three fifty four door long bed black. Okay. So this is the week of the Cumberland County Fair. His dad, I had to go down there and show up for a truck pull, show off, do whatever. We had a tire, spare tire that always sat in the bed because he always put a DMI bumper on it. So the spare tire just so happened to weigh like 800 pounds full of lead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back seat was always had suitcase weights in it. This truck weighed like 14,000 pounds. Whenever, because county fair, they didn't ever check the back seat. <laughs> Noted. Noted. Run what you brung. Back to gray area cheating, blah, blah, blah. Was he also a derby guy? No. Oh. So uh, he told me and his son to go down to Shides and pick up his truck. Dropped us off. Shides just tuned it, whatever. Whatever they did in 08 for them trucks. Put a tuner on it. Thing ran like striped ass eight. So we left Shides and we were headed back. He lived up by uh, Lerna. So we left, got on the interstate. We were cruising. We got north of Neoga and he decided, let's see what this thing will do. (laughs) And he matted it. Next thing we know, we're doing probably a buck 35, a buck 40 in a F-350 four-door long bed. And we pass a cop. Oh, no. Oh. Boo-whoop. So we run our ass all the way up to Lakeland, jump off the interstate. We knew we like, he just, he matted it at that point. I don't know how fast we were going, but that's the fastest. Well, other than not too long ago, I was doing about a buck 65 in a Ford Mustang. Okay. Yeah. She was nuts, but that was the fastest I've gone yet today up until that Ford Mustang. And, uh, Blew past the cops. He turned on his lights, and I'm like, there's a turnaround like three miles down, so obviously unless he jumps the ditch, we should be okay because mm-hmm. by the time he gets turned around, we should be getting off the interstate. And got off the interstate, headed back east, started taking country roads, and uh, never did get caught. Nice. And it, Did it weigh 9,000 pounds at this point while you were no, doing it? Okay. <laughs> we had to take it back to the farm and load it down, so... Yeah, and I still don't think his dad knew that we'd done that. Wow. Nice. So then so then obviously so he put a leaded spare tire in the bed and put suitcase weights in the back seat and then pulled it in like the fucking farm stock class. The farm or? stock class. Cause I mean, that's the biggest most of the trucks in that class are stock. Might have a tuner on it, but so you're comparing yourself 400 horse against another 400 horse truck when you're sled pulling 
weight makes a huge difference. So if right. your truck can be 3,000 pounds heavier, <laughs> you're going to go a little bit farther because you're obviously got more weight, more traction, right. blah, blah, blah. And you said he's not a derby guy? No. Hmm. I mean, there's a reason why he won Coles County Fair several years in a row. So is this truck still alive to this day? No, it's God, long gone. Yeah. No. Sorry, rest in peace, 6-4. It probably didn't make it till after... I think he made 80000 on it before it... Uh, it, it got a new motor. I think it went 80000 before the new motor. Yeah. 6-4. The nice thing about the 6-4 is it has blessed a bunch of Jeep guys with good axles. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that's like the thing on the internet. Yeah. Like, that's what they always say. The like, Dana 50? No, no, there's those the six four years. They're they're sixties ball joint sixties. Yeah, and everybody's moving to those because if you take a Super Duty ball joint sixty and put it next to a Kingpin, they're it's like massive. Half, they're half again bigger. Yeah. So them old six fours though, the county fair truck pulls. You just watch them front ends just walk. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They just chatter. It's a wonder they didn't break more than they did. Well, that's, the, a, that's a Chevy thing. So I've got a friend. No, Chevys go. Rrr! I've got a friend. His dad bought a 2003 Super Duty 6 liter. Yeah. And it was in the shop so much that they were like trying to get the lemon law done on it. Uh-huh. And which 2003 was the first year of the 6 liter. I think in like 04, 05, they kind of mildly got them straightened out. But uh, so his dad's like, screw this. So then they come out the 6.4 in 08. He buys an 08.6.4, and I think the truck had like 30,000 miles on it, and the cab was off of it. Yeah. Getting worked on. That put a bad taste in your mouth as a Ford We were giving his dad a hard time, like, why do you buy, like, when Ford puts a new diesel motor in something, like, why do you buy the first year? You know, it's just, it's just never, yeah, it just never worked out. Like, I guess they got the 6.7. He's got a 6.7 now, now. and he's, he's pretty happy with it, I think. They, uh, I mean, hell, every brand is impressive. I mean, completely out of the box. They have close to a thousand foot pounds of torque, all three brands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think Ford's new one they're coming out with is close to 1500. Jesus. What do you need that for? I don't know. Just put an N14 Cummins in the old bitch. No doubt. <laughs> Run it. Probably get better gas mileage. Definitely. <laughs> Oh shoot! They, uh, my father-in-law had a six and a 2011 six seven, and he was pulling his race car trailer with it in the rain, with the cruise control on, and he started going uphill and it downshifted, and he said it broke the tires loose. <laughs> so that's pretty serious. Um, I can't remember his name now, but he, uh, he was an auxiliary state police officer, and he worked security. Um. He was Randy uh, Randy Dazenbrock's customer up there. Yeah, I know you know who I'm talking about, but he had a six four power stroke that was like all done up and lifted, big tires and stuff. And uh, I remember riding in the back seat. He had Randy's gooseneck with two jeeps on it, pulling mm-hmm. it somewhere. What was his name? You know who I'm talking about. I know who you're talking white, about. Big white truck. I can see his face. And uh, anyway, he would pull away from the stop sign so hard that when the tires hit the white like part, the stop line, uh-huh. it it spin him on the paint. His name was is his first name John. I believe so. John. 
I know who you're talking about. You know about. who I'm talking about. I can about. see his face. Yeah. I don't know what his last name is. Anyway. I've not heard hide nor hair of that guy for a long time. Me either. He's like a... Uh, also, he did like financial planning Yeah, too. like financial planning. Anyway. John. He's Googling it. That's how... That's how Google it. Well, I don't know Google. how to Google it, but... Well, Facebook or whatever. But anyway. It's your Facebook creeper. He is. Not as good as Brent. Brent Wallace. Brent is scary good. I can't remember. I was. You could have half a name and he comes up with it. Well, my girlfriend works with a gal named G, which her name is not Gigi, but they call her Gigi. And she, I can't remember what we were talking about it somewhere. And Brent was like, oh, well, is she hot? I'm like, I don't know. Well, I'm going to look up on Facebook. What's her name? Gigi. She's like, what's her last name? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, we need to text Amanda. What was her, what is her last name? And I'm like, I'm not going to text Amanda that. I'm not going to text Amanda that. And all of a sudden, got it. I'm like, what? And he's like, is, is her name so-and-so, so-and-so works at FRSB in Robinson? I'm like, I, that'd be the one. He's like, yep. I'm like, how the hell did you do that? He pulls random people out all the time like that. Did you find him? No, I didn't. Oh, lame. I I know exactly where his building was. I can see the truck. So, Randy, if you're listening to this, you know his name. Text it to me. Then I'll text Dozer. You can text Dozer. I might text Randy now, in fact. He's asleep. He's got to work at 3 in the morning. Anything else, guys? This is really bothering him. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I've got everything but a last name at this point. Is he, did he have an LJ? I think so. I think he had an LJ. Yeah, I think so. <sighs> anyway. He's probably a listener. No. I doubt it. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard from that guy in a while. So what's up with this Alaska? Sending merch out to Alaska. So one of... So my... Okay, I'm trying to think <laughs> how to say this. My first boss, a good family friend of my family growing up, he has a son who is 21, 22 years old, and he re-enlisted in the Army under the assumption that he would get like Fort Bragg or something, like something decently local. And uh, they're like, yeah, sure, you know, Army recruiters. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yep, we'll, we'll get you taken care of. And then um, he come over and he hung out for a couple of days at home and he come and saw me here in Effingham and he was telling me the story. Like his buddy was like, Hey, did you check your orders yet? No, no, I ain't got it yet. John Perry, John Perry <laughs> got it. He's like, no, I, I haven't yet. And he's like, you better check your orders. And he pulls up his email or whatever. <laughs> he got stationed in Anchorage, Alaska. Like what the oh. shit? So yeah, he, uh, yep. Shout out to Nathan. He bought a, uh, he bought a shirt off the merch store, so. Which I mean, the California thing didn't surprise me because the King of the Hammers figured. John Flowers, that's who got it out there. Yep. Okay. Yep. He uh, he'll be on the podcast one of these days. We're gonna get him a call in, and he'll be on the podcast. He wants to do because he was in the Marines, mm. and uh, he thank you for your service. He was gonna talk about like doing <laughs> doing hood rash in in overseas, like like taking. Like basically derbying cars in Iraq. Like that sounds like I would love to hear that story. So 
Are, are you okay over there? I'm searching Facebook for John Perry. There's a lot of John Perrys. <laughs> <coughs> That's what I did is I Googled financial advisor Jefferson Street Effingham John, and it came up. Google just, just yeah, coming in clutch. Easy, hey, Brent. Speaking of which, you, t- <laughs> you talked about AI listening, overlords, all this stuff. Yeah. So I was listening to our podcast today where I was talking about the duck song. Okay. And I, all I was doing is listening to the podcast and I was talking about the duck song. Yep. And I was like, shoot, I need to send that to Sam so he can hear it. Uh-huh. Pulled up YouTube, clicked in the search bar, and the first suggested thing was the kid's duck song or whatever it was. I was just like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And I was like. It's creepy, but I honestly appreciate it. You so, have some grapes. <laughs> That's right. So the uh, there uh, Howie Mandel was on Joe Rogan. Did you listen to that one yet? I haven't. No, I'll and, check it out. And he was deal like, or no deal. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he was talking about like how like Joe thought AI was scary, not in like I'm going to be killed by Skynet or kind of mm-hmm. scary, but like scary like we don't know. Like scary, like unknown type of deal, mm-hmm. and how he's like, I don't know, I think it's cool, and there is kind of the, the the dichotomy of the two contrasting viewpoints. I thought it was kind of interesting, and talking about like how we think it's going to help us, but we don't know what it's going to do on the right, back end. What the, yeah, the, what the downside is, and then uh, they uh, talked like just the other day, yesterday or whatever. The Google guy that invented AI resigned, and he's all like talking about how scary it is and stuff. So. We're in for a wild ride in the on next that, ten years. On that or like so. boomers on that like conspiracy theorists. On that uh on that like boomer uh core club where everybody acts like boomers page, yeah. they posted a picture of a girl in a red dress. Okay. And I clicked on the comments and they were saying it was AI generated. And if you look at it, it is, but it was like the perfectly attractive woman as far as like skin tone and you know how her body was shaped, how her hair was like, it just insanely 10 out of 10. And they're like this, like this picture is AI generated. And you like, look at it and it's like, obviously not obviously, but when you look at it, you're like, yeah, this could probably be fake, but like, it's going to get to a point. They're talking like, you can't, won't even be able to use video in court for evidence. Right. Because it could be AI generated fake. And then, uh, like the, like AI generated like commercials that are like super creepy. Like there's a pizza commercial that's super creepy and a beer commercial super creepy. It's uh, it's it's the wild west for sure. We're not really it's, sure. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. So, mm-hmm. An- anything else you guys want to talk about, Jake? Anything else that you need to share with the audience? Not that I know of. Long time listener, first time guest, and pretty much. Do you do you listen every week? Oh yeah. Oh, I appreciate. We appreciate. You. I got a long run to Olney on Wednesdays, so. Gotcha. Turn it on. You were stopping at Schaefer Electric Motor Service in Olney. Mm-mm. Okay, noted. Anyway, asking customer of mine. Customer they, of yours? Yeah, they rebuild mm-hmm. electric motors and buy promotional stuff off of me. Oh, and they need a snap-on guy. Don't hurt to ask. Mm-hmm. So, guys, get a hold of us if you have any questions or comments about this episode. If you've been a derby guy and you have a conflicting opinion about what the L words mean in the Chevy world, um, go ahead and get a hold of us. Ask short story long at gmail.com. Um, 
please like on all the platforms and share this with someone that you think might like it. So it's been real guys. And, uh, so hold on one second. You guys talked. (laughs) (laughs) So this would be a perfect moment because you talked about the whole giveaway thing about what to do today Mm -hmm. whenever you release your new one. Mm -hmm. If somebody can email in to Sam and give him the L lineup of how the Duramax platforms come, the LLY, the LMM, LMN, the LBZ, the L- LB7. Like very Google- Googleable. And, and I also feel but like the first this person? is. I also feel like you're gonna go type this out before I even release the episode. You're gonna email me so you can win the thing. Me? No. Oh no! I just I would like to hear somebody else give us the breakdown of. No, I listen. I can freaking Google the eras and all the bullshit. I want to know. I want to know the actual specific reasoning behind the nomenclature. For a Dodge guy, it's either got 12 valves or 24 valves. And it's either a fucking 5.9 or a 6.7. Pretty or goddamn common simple. rail or, or B-pump. Or, or it's, it's a Sampage. Yeah. <laughs> or it's VE. But, like, they didn't say, this is, the, this is the Cummins, this is the Cummins L, this is the Cummins P, this is the Cummins Z, like... They had the P pump. They had the P pump. The VE pump. But that's what the manufacturer called their pump, though. Mm -hmm. Bosch called it the P pump. The old 12-valve P pumps. You turn the screw until it ran away, and then you backed it off a quarter turn. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. When I I was... The shit. First getting my (laughs) driver's license. One of my trucks still sitting behind my house. (laughs) When I was first getting into diesel trucks, you could not beat a... uh, second gen 24 valve cummins like it was oh they were mean machine it was all it was it, it was like you could like 12 valves garbage like just just scrap them you know what i mean and now you can't even give a 24 valve cummins away hardly everyone wants 12 valve yeah i know uh eric's brother had that 98 another crossover year discussion a 98 12 valve with a five speed and I wanted to buy that truck so bad, I test drove it, and that thing made beautiful noise. It does. Sound, they do absolute beautiful. But they, noise. it's it goes back to the seven three. They didn't make enough power to freaking tear themselves up. Like they, they, well, they didn't make anything wrong with that. It made beautiful noise. TBI three fifty didn't make enough power to tear itself up. No, that's true. You, I, I'm a six seven believer these days. How hey. how deep are we into this project? Two hours. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, if you stuck with us this I long. find myself no friends. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Anyway, so if someone, I'll tell you what, it don't even have to be, it don't even have to be like, I'm not going to fact check you. You send me the a legitimate breakdown of what the letters either stand for or why they named them the way they named them. And it either makes sense to me, A, or B, makes me laugh, then you'll win something from the like, merch store. Like the engineer at GM would take his pet rooster and let it shit on a card with the alphabet on it. And that's that chicken it, shit bingo. Chicken yes. shit bingo for the next. So like shout out to Brent Wallace. He does the phonetic alphabet and it's typically X rated. Oh yeah. It's bad. So, it's and funny. It, it always makes me giggle. So, that all that to say, um, send me something that'll either 
make sense or make me laugh on the Duramax thing because not a Chevy guy. I don't pretend to know. And it's honestly aggravating because people like Jake are like, no, no, L M N, not L N M, you dumbass. Like, I'm sorry. Jesus. And then, and then we'll also guess me, Hey, do you got an injector puller for an LMN? Like, what fucking year is that? I don't know. You're making bottle, yeah, please. Sam, it's the IBK thirteen seventy part yeah. number. Okay. Ooh. I thought Sam was the only nerd like that. No, <laughs> no. no. Like, you work anywhere long enough, you start BJP one. I guess I'm like that with like shirts and stuff. Well, no. So I, I had so like, we were oh, doing we were doing the shirt sixty four hundred. Yeah. Oh, we're, you're you're typing part numbers in, but. Just Tuesday, I had a customer on the truck, and I was like, is that an SDD-2040? And he's like, how'd you know that? And I'm like, I just know it. And I had already had the same conversation with the same customer six months ago, and they're, they, they're, it's, it's at Beanings. And I was like, what hydraulic oil filter is that scarce here take? Oh, it's a BF-1609. Like, how the fuck do you know that? Well, I put that part number in the computer every day. I was like, exactly. That's how I know my part number. So like, what was the right. part number? SDD2040. Why is he using his straight screwdriver as a pry bar? Uh, he lost this one, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, let's play. I like this. Let's play a little short game. Sam, you say a part number and see if he can guess it, and then he'll say a part number and see if you can guess it, and try to make it guessable. Don't like do some fucking random bullshit. Oh shoot! We can't even do that. His what's license plate is a freaking socket. <laughs> That's right. Um, what's FSM ten? Yeah, I. Jake's good at this game. Jake's better at this game than me. Really, nerd. He is a nerd. Uh, <laughs> oh shoot! BJP one. Yeah, I knew that one. Yeah, that's <sighs> everybody knows that. Everyone knows that one. Um. Just a pry bar or a 40 ounce dead blow or something. It's an HBBD 40. Yeah. Uh, G for green. There was one, uh, uh, GA 295. GA 295? Yeah. Ooh, isn't that a mirror? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He's a ninja. Oh, oh, I'm with Scott. Honestly, you should know better than to mess up. You sound pretty smart. So, you know, do better. <laughs> uh 122TSTY That's the uh quarter inch drive twist socket set. Ooh, got him. Nice. Yeah, it isn't or it is. It is. Nice. It comes in half sizes and quarter sizes. Like it has a 9.25 millimeter extractor socket. Oh yeah. That's weird. It's legit. Twice. So like so like you put the 10 on it and it rounds it off and you put the nine and a half on it, it rounds it off, put the nine and a quarter on it. You know what it. Nick McCormick calls that? Standard <laughs> sizes. <laughs> American. Yeah, that one is terrible to warranty because the socket only has like 72, 75, 77 on it. There's no part number on it. So you got to kind of know. T-S-T-Y, 72. T-S-T, yeah. To warranty. Nice. Very nice. What did I have the other day? Anyway, too much dead air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's past my bedtime, guys. 
So it's eleven o'clock. Yeah, oh, it's wow. I've been saying this whole time. Long in the tooth. It's a short story long. We could go fucking all night. Joe Rogan, he does a three hour podcast. <laughs> We're damn near there. Might as well keep going. No. No, no one's gonna man. listen. They're gonna you look. At, they're, gonna, they're gonna look at the time. I'm like, nope, fuck it, not gonna do that. You know what? Go home, Sam. You're drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dozer, Dozer asked me like, I he he asked me like when you said you want to do this. Like, are you in? He's like, well, I don't know. Are you in? Like, I, yeah. Let me see if I can make the commute from my couch to my basement. Like the podcast studio is in my house. Like, I think I could probably make it there. All right, here's one for you. I googled it. Okay, it's for both of you. Okay. <laughs> Which one do I? Okay. Uh, okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, SH936 12. That, uh, That's a uh, half hand- inch drive handle. Handle. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, it is. That's good. You guys are good. I just ordered good. one yesterday. Half inch, half inch ratchet handle. Soft yep, it grip. Is. Soft I was grip. Trying red. to do something fairly common. obscure. Oh. Uh, decently common. Anyway, decently common. Why don't you right. do a toolbox? No, I hate toolbox part numbers. They keep changing them. What's a? That is true. Like I don't want to get into like. You can't get into specialty. Yeah, there's some crazy stuff here. You guys know? Well, I shouldn't say it. Just trying to. Here we go. The. Uh... Nah, you won't know that. Anyway, we'll be done with this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, every the, I need to do that every week. Pick a random part. I'm gonna number pick and a random you. part number and ask you. Okay, we can do that. I need to remember to do that, and I'm gonna. I won't do some like bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it'll be fairly something you probably sold in the last year. Okay. All right. That's only fair. Okay. That'll anyway. Be all right, guys. So if you stuck around this long, we apologize. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, sorry I may, for the rambling. I may try to edit the last 35 minutes of this podcast. No, how can you not <laughs> run it out Just the gate? For fuck's sake. Yeah, no, no way. way. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for riding along with us, and uh, we will catch you guys on the next one. See you guys. See ya. said no we just sell lemonade but it's cold and it's fresh and it's all homemade can i get you a glass the duck said i'll pass then he waddled away waddle waddle till the very next day bum, 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 when the duck walked up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand hey bum, 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 got any grapes the man said no like i said yesterday we just sell lemonade Okay, why not give it a try? The duck said, goodbye. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Till the very next day, bum, 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 When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand and he said to the man running the stand, hey, bum, 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 got any grapes? The man said, look, this is getting old, I mean, Lemonade's all we've ever sold. Why not give it a go? The duck said, how about no? Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, waddle. Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle. Till the very next day, bum, 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 bum. When the duck 
walked up to the lemonade stand And he said to the man running the stand Hey, bump, 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 got any grapes? The man said, that's it, if you don't stay away, duck I'll glue you to a tree and leave you there all day stuck So don't get too close, the duck said, adios Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle, waddle Then he waddled away, waddle, waddle Till the very next day, bum, 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 ba -dum. When the duck walked up to the lemonade stand And he said to the man running the stand Hey, bum, 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 got any glue? What? Got any glue? No, why would I? Oh, then one more question for you. Got any grapes? Bum, 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 bum. And the man just stopped. Then he started to smile. He started to laugh. He laughed for a while. He said, come on, duck. Let's walk to the store. I'll buy you some grapes so you won't have to ask anymore. So they walked to the store, and the man bought some grapes. He gave one to the duck, and the duck said, mm, no thanks. But you know what sounds good? It would make my day. Do you think this store? Do you think this store? Do you think this store has any lemonade?